Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. We drink tequila. We talk. Welcome to Team Tequila Talks. Talk, talk. I'm so excited. Holy smokes, it feels good to be back. In studio, it feels like we're home, huh? Right? It's been a while. I know. I missed you guys. I missed you too. Let's cheers to that. To cheers. welcome back. Cheers. Always welcome carefully back. over the equipment. Mm-hmm. Okay. And everybody, welcome back to Team Tequila Talks. Your host, Cassandra Junamel, Sherry Ann Gonzalez, and our always favorite resident guest star from the House of Strong, Mark Strong. And Mark has prepared a special cocktail for us today. So what we're drinking today is called Tequila Immunity. I love Symbolizes that. community, togetherness, and our immune system, of course. <laughs> We thought that this was important because, you know, we are coming out of cold and flu season, but COVID is still a thing, and that is obviously in the cold and flu family. And while you shouldn't be drinking while you are actively sick, if you are going to drink, there's nothing wrong with having a little immune booster. Yes. So you need a, I call it the booster, vitamin B bodyguard, and just C preventive. But basically, your immune system needs A, B, C, D, E, folic acid, selenium, to all function. But we're not going to go into all of the others. But how zinc a, is a big one, though. I zinc feel like we're going to really, pop that one in. Yeah, there, zinc is really, 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 really big, and basically, some of them help prevent cold, flus, infections. Some just boost the immune system. But you get preventative. You get some boost in there. Now, drinking too much can be inflammatory, and anytime your system is inflamed, especially your gut, you know, there are some functional nutritionists and there are some doctors that really believe that all disease comes from the gut. So if your gut is imbalanced or inflamed, or if you even have something going on like leaky gut syndrome, then there's going to be bacteria that enters into the system that is taken throughout your, that then travels throughout the rest of your body, you're going to be more susceptible to viruses because really the heart of your immune system is in your gut as well. So if you are going to be drinking, there's a good way to balance it out. And, you know, balance is the key word here at Team Tequila Talks, where you are acting in a preventive way so that you don't weaken your immune system if you have a big weekend out or if you have a heavy cocktail hour or happy hour. You are helping build up your defense system so that you can recover more quickly, you can rebound more quickly, and you are less susceptible to free radicals and viruses. And we know that if you're drinking, you might be in a lounge, you might be in a bar, you might be in a crowded restaurant. We all know that those things are back. lots of germs. Like I will say this, I've been noticing, I've been going out recently, no one is washing their hands anymore. No one washes their hands. And you know what? I was just in the bathroom. Okay, and I saw a gentleman come out. These are co-ed, non-gendered bathrooms here. And he zipped up his pants and he walked right out. And I just looked and I was just like, he didn't even wash his hands. Crazy. So why is this drink going to help us with the people who don't wash their hands? Let's start with vitamin B6. I call it the vitamin bodyguard. What that does is that's the one that prevents your body from infections, viruses, and it just helps and just protects basically like a bodyguard. So that's why I call vitamin B body, vitamin bodyguard. Bodyguard. Mm -hmm. Yes. So pineapple is high in vitamin B6, especially. And yeah. And then we have C, 
I think everybody, when you think of immune system, you think of immune defense, you think of vitamin C. Back to your grandma telling you that you need to drink orange juice, and she was probably giving you the old school Tropicana stuff that was maybe what, like 2% juice, 2%. mostly water, <laughs> sugar, dye. But, you know, that came from their grandmother, and they were probably actually drinking real orange juice because when your great-great-great-grandmother was giving that advice. They were walking out to the orange tree and picking the oranges themselves. Yeah, And that's how you do it. That's how we do it. That's how we, we have video it. footage. And what's so crazy is that with vitamins, with our immune system, you can't just have one. They all have a role where it's basically like a car. So I say, don't just take your vitamins or supplements or eat your veggies when you're feeling sick. That's like when I see people in line at Creation, for example. They're buying shots. I'm like, you actually have to take that every day. Not yeah. <laughs> There so is, treat your body like your nice cars. There basically. is a buildup with the nutrition. Um, same with adaptogens, same with any vitamins or minerals. You can't just take it one time. You need to work on introducing these vitamins and electrolytes and minerals into your regular daily habits so, or routine. So you are constantly having these things in your system and not trying to come back from a depletion. Yes. Right. And I think a lot of people, you know, you think of health and your body and you're like, I'm going to work out two days a week or one day a week, which is great, but consistency is really the That's key with want, any yeah. type of workout, hellness, I mean, uh, health, wellness, anything. It's hellness. Is this one of your new words? I like it. Is that like, is hellness going to be when you I'm have a really aggressive you. workout, like one of Mark's workouts, yes. but then you feel like you're embodying wellness on the B side? I'm in hellness right now. Yes. I like it. I'll go with it. I'll go with it. We are into that. Hellness. You just gave me goosebumps. Cheers. <laughs> the other thing is. Hmm? Delicious. The other thing is that you also can't just just take vitamin C because all of a lot of the vitamins, just this is nature, mother nature's natural way of doing things at work. They all work in conjunction together. So certain vitamins and electrolytes and minerals are going to work with others to a increase absorption right? Because you can only absorb so, so much. much vitamin C because you can go and get a supplement and it can have 5,000 micrograms of vitamin C. But you know what? You're only going to absorb maybe 10% of that and then you're going to pee the rest of it out. And then you got to try again the next day. But then also one more ingredient that's in there that also helps with the nervous system is not the nervous system, the nerves in your immune system is copper and pear, which is also in our cocktail today. So give us a rundown of everything that is in the cocktail. So we'll start with pineapple juice. There's also ginger, which is <laughs> absolutely amazing for the nervous system. I almost said something else. Dude, what you did you say? It. What did you? What were you gonna say? <laughs> when I say fucking, it's like you have to have it in your diet or in your lifestyle. Like it's ginger is a big deal because it helps with cardiovascular diseases prevented. Like it's you need it daily. Like that's a big in my pantry. And there's also dandelion, which is for our liver. We'll talk about that shortly. And that's it. And tequila. Right. And tequila. <laughs> and a Blanco. We're, we're sipping on some Blanco We are here. sipping on some Blanco. We always use our 100% pure agave tequila. And, you know, we like to keep it clean. Again, if you are going to be drinking, especially when you're immune system minded, 
you need to make sure that you're not having additives or any other junk in your tequila because that is a going to weaken your immune system b it's going to deplete you of things like electrolytes and c you're going to wake up feeling kind of crappy the next day yeah that's like when my friends like i tell you guys they all come over and i basically give them their whole entire drink routine so they'll call me in the morning they're like mark how do you feel so well higher up pilates I'm like, because I did all the things I needed to do to drink. Yes. And the post game is almost as important as the pregame. Because it's like I can do it all. Not because I'm young. Since I did it correctly. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. You get home, get some little coconut water, you know. And dandelion, which is really good for detoxifying the liver. So dandelion is not one of... And also great for immune system, too. Well, that's what I want to know more about. Because dandelion is not really that well-known of a supplement, especially if you are outside of the wellness world. There's not a ton of people that are going to walk into Earth Bar or GNC and say, yeah. I'm looking for your finest dandelion. <laughs> most people aren't going to think to ask for that. They're, most people, when they're feel, feeling like they're coming down with something or they are traveling or they have had a big weekend, whether that is because of work or play or whatever, the immediate thing that they want to go do is go to a CVS and pick up like a, an emergency or an airborne. And there's nothing wrong with that because that is better than nothing. It's the effort that counts. It is the effort that counts. And you still are introducing vitamin C and zinc and other electrolytes into your body when you are doing things like taking airborne or emergency. Now that said, you're going to get the best bang for your buck if you are taking whole food supplements as opposed to a quick fix Yes, because you actually don't really need supplements if you have a balanced diet. But I get it. Lots of people are busy, but that's also not a valid excuse. But you can get it from your food. Just eat the rainbow. Yeah. And be the rainbow. Ooh, like us. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I have a question. About the dandelion is in a tincture. Yeah, in a tincture. So it's better. a liquid. So it's a liquid. Got it. Okay. I would only recommend using dandelion from a tincture if you're doing cocktails because it's just a little drop. Okay. And so dandelion is good for the liver. Detoxifying the liver, basically getting rid of the bio from the liver and also getting rid of the toxins from alcohol. So like bad alcohol. And this is this is like extract. Is it from the root? Is it from it's the It's from the root itself and it's been extracted and turned into a liquid. Okay, so somebody's not just walking and finding like a lawn that hasn't been mown for a while and just nibbling on the end of the stem. <laughs> now, we can put dandelion in your salads too, but that green is very aggressive. I just prefer to take it from the tincture. Sure. <laughs> just get it in. Okay, so this is good for your liver. I mean, if we're drinking anyway, we're going to want things that are building up the liver and helping the liver process. However, if you think that you're going to go somewhere where you might be exposed to any type of virus or cold flu, whatever, that is the liver is going to help your immune system process out the free radicals. Because sometimes you have a virus and you don't even know that you have it because your immune system does its job. Now, I'm not talking about every single virus. Right. However, there are hundreds, if not thousands, of little viruses out there all the time. Have you ever woken up and you're just a little tired, a little mm -hmm. puffy? It feels like your throat might be a little mm -hmm. dry. Yeah. And you think, oh, maybe there's a weather change. There might be. That might be true. But also, it could be a virus that your immune system is attacking, ready to go at the front line, and it squashes it before you ever actually go down. Mm -hmm. Scary. That happens. And yeah. th I think that dandelion root or tincture or extract or however you can get it is probably something that is going to help your body 
act in a preventive way. Yeah, because it's and all connected to at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So you have liver and immunity. Um, the yeah. other things that you can take in terms of supplements, if you are trying to boost your immune system, are going to be vitamins C, obviously. Zinc is a big one. And I also love astragalus. Like, that's kind of like the, the best. Okay, let's talk more about that. Yeah. So astragalus is also a root, but the amount of vitamin C and what it is basically transform your immune system. So if your immune system was deficient and it's dying or you get sick all the time, you should be the person to actually take astragalus. Mm. Astrag, you list that's let's let's break that down into dictionary breakdowns. Astragulus sounds it spells like it sounds astragulus and fabulous. That sounds oh. like it sounds like a word that Sherry makes up. I, <laughs> I could easily make up astragulus. That's like rolls off my tongue beautifully. <laughs> like there are so many other things and herbs that are out there that are so much more powerful from your immune system. Yes, vitamin C, B six, all of those things are great. But there's way more herbs that will like transform your So like system. designer herbs for immunity. So like for people that are recovering from COVID, I always tell them get astragalus immediately because it's a builder and also a responder to your immune system. So this is going to help your cells regenerate and yes. to regenerate without that COVID spike protein in your body. Right. This is going to help your body. And I'll just say a little fun fact. So when I was done with COVID, I did a lot of astragalus and hyperbaric chamber. Oh, those oxygen Goodbye. tanks from the future. So you're like Iron Man COVID, over here. You cannot fuck with me. <laughs> Bye, bitch. Antibodies as gold as this cocktail. Right. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. I was going to add vitamin A to that as well because that is a big one, I think, when you're actually sick. That's going to help your body recover. Yeah. Do I taste mint in this? Oh, my God. I left one out. <laughs> gotcha. That's why we're here. Gotcha. Because Thank you are you. sitting here with the expert panel, and I can already taste mint. And mint is just great because I love the smell, especially from the farmer's market, and it's also great for nausea. It is. So if your so gut what is recovering. over, girlfriend. Or if your gut is recovering from any type of virus. Sometimes yeah. with viruses, yeah. even if you don't throw up, and sometimes you might, but even if you don't throw up, it does sometimes offset your gut. And this brings us back to the point of a lot of diseases and your defense system come from your gut health. Mm-hmm. And any type of leafy green which is going to be, you know, mint or cilantro, mm-hmm. anything, uh, basil that you want to work into a cocktail. If you muddle it, or even if you um, smush the leaves, like kind of break no, them and smack, and smack them, it, it's yeah. going to release breaks, the oils. Yeah. It's going to... See, I used to chew on mint as a kid. My oh, yeah. My granny had like a little mint bush and it stunk to me like peppermint toothpaste you know like just as a kid you're like this smells like toothpaste yeah and she would just put it in the back she's like chew it chew it chew it swallow it swallow it swallow it and she oh was, i love her she yeah, was very she up sounds like me <laughs> well she did it as a kid her mother her mother did it to her as a kid see this is so, what i'm talking about your grandma's grandma yeah and she was like we chew on mint and cod liver oil tablets oh okay i cannot do that That's i know I, I know but but look i'm very healthy like what? Chlorophyll is going to be found in any of these leafy greens. And chlorophyll, you're never going to find on the back of a nutrition label. However, it is incredibly beneficial. I actually did not know that. Yep. Chlorophyll. I thought chlorophyll was chlorophyll. Well, it's going to be, I mean, chlorophyll is going to come in just about any plant, but it's going to be really concentrated in um, 
cilantro and basil and so it mint. makes sense if you consume too many herbs it can become toxic for you yes yeah, i mean too much of anything is yeah. a tough one too much water will yeah, kill you too much water can kill you that's correct yeah <laughs> i had a friend that went to the emergency room because she was doing a bodybuilding competition and with bodybuilding there's this whole science and process to when you eat how much you eat big meals um, small meals, how much water you're drinking, because you know bodybuilders, they like to have the muscle definition and the veins pop out. So you basically ultra hydrate yourself and then dehydrate yourself. So that way the muscles and the veins really pop out. They want it to be vascular. Vascular. And so she went through this process and as she was doing the super ultra hydrating phase, they kind of miscalculated and she drank too much water and she said, I thought I was going to die. It felt like dying. As in my, my brain felt swollen. My brain felt like it was drowning, which is, that's actually what happens when you drink too much water is your brain gets too much water and it's like your, your head is drowning. Yeah. You know, they say you drink a gallon a day, but my um, PCP, my primary care practitioner, told me, "No, you're too small for a gallon. Yep, I you cannot be drinking no, a gallon a day for your intent, just for your gut health and my intestines. I drink like, based on my urine test. Like yes, samples. me too. Mm-hmm. I like it to my urine to be clear." Ish, like at least twice a day. At least twice a day has tinted, to run clear. But yeah. it shouldn't be that color of no, this cocktail. No, no, <laughs> That's why you need to be it drinking some more water. You need some more astra, astragal, astragalus. Astrag. <laughs> Sorry, what's that, Sherry? <laughs> astrag. Astrag. Where's the color astrag? Asparagus does make your pee smell. That's correct, Sherry. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, well, we're going to get a refill here. Yes. Um, because this is super tasty. It's freaking... I told Mark, you really made us like a little punk serving. Like, <laughs> you made us the smallest serving. I mean, it is still daytime, My so I feel apologies. like there's... Yeah, it's still no, daytime. It's still daytime. There's I have a, to go back on camera, teach Pilates. <laughs> you have El Clientel today. El Clientel. So, anyway... Um, Eat your greens. There's a reason they say eat your greens, and I think that they're very well. They are very concentrated but in also cilantro, you basil, can't mint. Yeah, if someone's on blood thinners, they cannot eat too many greens. Right, mm-hmm. and if you are on blood thinners, you're going to want to eat softer greens like arugula, romaine, etc. Butter, lettuce, romaine. Butter, yes. lettuce, as opposed to kale or heavy concentrations yeah. of cilantro. I mean, I don't know anybody that eats cilantro by the handful. But I personally like cilantro. Love, Are you guys on the side of I the love spectrum? I cilantro, so I would make a chimichurri and just chug it all. Amazing. Yeah. That Amazing. is so good. I love I a love basil pesto mm. and a garlic red pepper cilantro chimichurri. Mm. Mm. Are you guys on the side of the spectrum where you love cilantro or you think it tastes like dish soap? I, I love, love cilantro. cilantro. Love it too. We've all ran into those people that, you know, you go. They think like it tastes like soap. They yes. think it tastes like soap. Or you go to a Mexican restaurant mm-hmm. and they, you get the table side guacamole and they're like, could you please not put cilantro? And you're like, you're ruining the party for us all, yeah. Becky. No, but right. Like you have to get your rolls. own. Like when someone doesn't like cilantro and met in their spring rolls, I'm like, what are you talking about? I know. I know. Yeah, I, I'm a fan, but I do know that on my 23andMe test, it said I do not have a cilantro version. So this is a real genetic thing. As it is, as we mentioned, as I mentioned a second ago, that your pee smelling after asparagus, also a genetic thing. Apparently everybody's people, pee doesn't smell. No, no, what? nope, nope, what? mine does. Every time I could go to a party and have one bite of a sushi roll, like a past app platter, and I can tell it has asparagus in it, but we're talking about like a quarter inch to a half inch of an asparagus spear wow. hidden in a sushi and in a sushi roll. And an hour later, I know that I ate asparagus. Same. 
Same. Asparagus peas are the worst. I wonder if the asparagus pea and the cilantro taste are on the same gene marker. Ooh, like we maybe should look into that. We need to get a geneticist in here. Who do we yes. know? Who do we know? We're geneticists too, guys. Do not take our medical advice. This <laughs> yes, is my friendly it. disclaimer. Do not take our legal advice. Do not take our medical I advice. I am not a doctor. I am a health coach. That's correct. <laughs> a wellness enthusiast and wellness coach. There we go. Okay. Are you looking up asparagus right now? Yes. When you pee, the sulfur byproducts evaporate almost immediately, causing you to smell that unpleasant scent. So it's sulfur. Ew. Ew. Sulfur peas. Basically. Sulfur peas. Sulfur peas. I hardly make asparagus, but maybe I should get I love, it. I just made asparagus like and so prosciutto the other night. I prefer so like so broccoli or a Brussels. I do have to say that if you eat too much broccoli, you're having other problems. <laughs> I, I, I bloat right up. I do. I'm sorry if that's TMI. Yeah. You know what? The thing is, is it, it's, it's just air. It's not the, like, See, it doesn't opposite. make me go to the bathroom. Brussels make me bloat like crazy where I can't even sleep. Brussels doesn't do it. No. See? Really? We are opposite Brussels. Brussels. Fine. I get to get broccoli. break from them. Because mm. I make them so well that it's addicting. Yeah, and you have good Brussels. Broccoli doesn't really, oh, maybe I do bloat and fluffy quite a bit. Well, we're sitting here I'm talking like, about the downsides of the greens, but ultimately, you should be eating your greens. Yes. I think the, I think where we're running into these issues is that we eat more greens than most people. Yes. 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 I we live do. on greens. Yes. I have a green smoothie every afternoon, and then I make sure 60% of my plate for dinner is, like, covard in greens. Do you measure yes. it? 60%? I just, do you have, like, I a pie chart? No, I just school. eyeball it. Look, 60. And then do, you do you have a special plate? Do you have a special plate? I don't measure my food. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> I do. 60%. Well, that was very specific. Well, 60 meaning like six, you can eyeball people. We all went to I'm like, I need math. eight grams of broccoli today before I go to bed. You, Mark, oh, wow. Mark measures his food, guys. Yes. I Sometimes this is, it's not bad, but once you're busy, sometimes you forget to have your servings and it can be 8 p.m. You're like, shit, my window to eat was 12 to 8. You just have to get it all. But wait, do you count macros? Is that what you do? I count macros, there yeah. There you go. There you go. My girlfriend, my two of my girlfriends are doing that. I don't know. That doesn't work for me. What is your carb macro? So my carb macro right now, I'm consuming no more than 80 per day. 80, so 80 grams, of, not 80%. Big yeah, difference. 80 yes, 80 grams per day. Okay. So uh, what does that work out to for you as a percentage? So I would say it's like 40%. Yeah, that's solid. Yeah, yeah 40. And we always, you know... I know that we've we've done several dinners together. It's kind of nice when you go to a restaurant with like-minded people. It's so great. Because we all can all sit down and go, we're not going to have the bread, but let's get the sweet potato fries. Oh, and yeah, that's definitely our table. We, yeah. we, it's, it's nice to say, okay, like, yeah, we're going to have carbs. We're not afraid of carbs. No, no, no. We eat carbs, people. Yep, we we carbs. sure do. No, everyone has a thousand pictures of me with fries in my plate. It's a problem. <laughs> well, Mark is the fry monster when he eats too many tequila, when he drinks too much tequila. I'm like, where are the French fries? Everybody's, everybody's got their thing. And also, I don't think, I, I think that a lot of carbs have really been demonized and vilified, right? Yeah. Um, because people think they've seen somebody's cousin lost 100 pounds on keto. Or back in the day, everybody uh, was on the Atkins diet. And you saw all of these success stories about people that were losing 10, 20, 30, 50, 100 pounds. And I do think that the reality of a diet is anytime you are more conscious of what you're putting into your mouth and your body and you're actually thinking about it and you are choosing to do better of your, better with yourself and prioritize your wellness, you are going to end up losing weight if you're overweight or being more healthy if you don't have weight to lose because you are choosing. It's the same thing I say about therapy. 
you are choosing to prioritize yourself and your wellness. Yes. As opposed to running through life on autopilot. So that's any diet. And is there longevity to it? Not necessarily, but it's a good start. It's a good jumping off point for a lot of people. But I like to just say your lifestyle, like the word diet just scares a lot of people. Like, it does. We don't diet. People ask me all the None time. I'm like, I'm like, I don't diet. I just I have a foundation of what I like to consume because it works best for my body. But the word diet is just like. It, it is a lifestyle it's and it's consistency. It's just pure plain old people are always like oh why do you look so great i'm like i work out five days a week people and, and i'm like I the best well. part of the lifestyle is actually eating it's not working right 100 it's i'd say it's about 80 percent what you eat diet and yeah. by diet i don't mean keto paleo no, no, vegetarian no. Yeah. whatever i mean diet as in the term diet it's like is what diet. you are yeah. eating yeah. it's like when you go to the doctor's office and they no. say what's your diet like they're not asking which diet are you on, Whole30, boom. Right, yeah. They're asking what you consume on a daily basis, what your regular consumption mm-hmm. patterns are. Mm-hmm. 20%, was it 80% what you eat, 20% what you do is how you yep. like live a healthy lifestyle. But yep. you're not going to, you cannot possibly burn the calories. I think this is very like misinformation surrounding diets is people think, oh, if I eat this amount of calories and then go work out, I'm burning what I just ate. And it's like, it's no. impossible I'm like, to burn. sweetie, no. I'm like, you are what you eat. Yes. Some people, they'll just eat a burger at the end of the day because they fast. I'm like, it, sweetie, it doesn't work that way. No, <laughs> calories do have something to do with it, but it doesn't have everything to do with it because a 100-calorie banana is going to be very different than a 100-calorie fast bar. food or yeah. snack bar with something that has 20 ingredients because when you absorb artificial ingredients or ingredients that have fillers, your body is going to have an inflammatory response and it's going to swell up your fat cells. It's going to mess with your hormones. That's It's going to make you eat more later. Mm -hmm. That's true. It's going to make you eat more later and it's going to take your existing, you know, you never get more fat cells. The ones that you have just get bigger. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, some of it that is volume, but other times it really is water and toxins. And toxins are going to make your fat cells swell. They are. So you got to look at the labels of of what you're eating. Have you guys ever done a, I mean, we're pretty well versed now with diets. A lot of that is because of trial and error. What diet or, I don't want to say fad, but what did you try that was a total failure for you or in your book? I did master cleanse in college because I, I, I was a mama dancer and I had to go on stage in like panties and a bra. And that was a disaster because then I had massive diarrhea. So that mm. didn't work. And then I've done keto that. and the cabbage soup diet. Oh, similar. I, I did the keto diet. I also did the vegan diet. So the vegan diet just didn't work for me with my body weight, my eyes, like the body fat. And you just don't get all of the nutrients. And I'm not against vegan lifestyle or vegan diet. But it's so much responsibility and amino acids you have to get and all of these other micronutrients where it's like, do I want to live like this? No. No, I'm a very big believer having studied nutrition and being a nutrition enthusiast and continuing my education because that's the thing about science is it changes and we we have more science and more technology that allows us to learn more and sometimes understand things that we didn't previously fully understand. Mm -hmm. And I am a big believer in clean animal fats and proteins. I think that they are very complete sources of nutrition. Mm -hmm. I think that chicken McNuggets at McDonald's are very different than a grass-fed, pasture-raised, antibiotic-free steak. Those things are very different. That said, I'm never going to shit on someone that chooses to be vegan for probably other reasons. Maybe they just don't like the taste of meat. Or maybe they are the people that say, I just can't eat anything with a face 
based on it. And that's fine. I think that if it's your life and you can do what you want to do, and if you want to be it's vegan, their business. go for it. It's just yeah. that from a nutritional standpoint, I don't believe that the science backs a solely plant-based or vegan lifestyle. I believe in the power of plants. I don't think that you can get complete nutrition from plants. Only oh, no, you can. No, I mean, I think we have canine teeth for a reason. Our canines in our mouth and our, you know, for, you know, meat. I, I don't, I have some friends who are vegan and they do a lot of like supplements and I don't believe in fake meat. I don't believe in soy, tempeh. I know this is kind of controversial, people. If you're vegan, we love you because you drink tequila, okay? That's why we love <laughs> Almost all tequila cocktails are vegan. So yeah. we're so I guess we're kind of like that's part of our vegan diet. It's tequila. a part of our lifestyle. We this is a plant-based room at the moment. Ooh. We can be we can be temporarily vegan. I'll be mm-hmm. vegan for this cocktail. Why not? No, we just need I need my omega 3s for my fish. I'm sorry. Well, I love it's the best, fish. and it's so great for your skin, your heart health. It's just like, why do that to yourself? Yeah. I also think that it's been a pretty divisive time lately with politics and COVID and all of these things, and, and I'm hoping that now because of that, everybody's starting to learn a little bit of empathy, mm-hmm. and I think that we are hopefully circling back on the agree to disagree, because yes. for a minute there, yeah. it was you're with me or you're against me. Whether you've experienced this or you know a friend or have seen someone that has experienced this, when someone says, well, I'm plant-based, it's like, well, I'm not, instead of saying, well, we can't be friends. It's just like, agree to disagree. We have different principles. We have different experience. And I'll say this, like, you know about cauliflower pizza. We order it all the time. Yeah. So it's like, it's okay for someone to say, Mark, why are you getting cauliflower pizza? That's ridiculous. Just eat fucking pizza. And it's like, if I was to flip it, I will be the evil skinny are, bitch. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Look, this, I, I have a huge issue with this that someone... And I am so over that double standard. It, it so is, because I, I do think there is health, like health and wellness shaming. People always make fun of how I feed my daughter her yeah. lunches and stuff. I put up this reel on Instagram of uh, actual lunch that I made my daughter, and people were DMing me like, she, you're giving her a bell pepper and a strawberry and cucumber and just you a turkey You mean fruits ra- and vegetables? And I was like, um, yeah. Yeah, and four, four marshmallows in the center. And I'm like, as a little treat, those are vegan marshmallows. And I think I would never, if, I, if I'm at a restaurant, I see some mom give her kid, you know, something that I would deem unacceptable. I'm not going to lean over. I'm not going to even come. I'm not going to, don't care. Yeah. But I do think if it's you're like, like in shape, then people are like. Don't shame me. Yes. Don't how shame me. Or like, oh, if, if I were your lifestyle, I would work out as much as you, but I can't because I have a real job or something like that. I'm always like, well, then that's your fault. Yeah, it's like get your ass up earlier. Give yourself two extra hours. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the other thing with kids too, just getting into the into the diet of it all is there's no kid food and if you're just listening and you can't see this on youtube i'm doing air quotations because this is really only a thing in north america or places that you might go overseas that cater to north americans you don't go to a restaurant in turkey and they're like here's the kids menu with the hamburger and french fries and the children eat what the adults eat that is how i've always treated um, my daughter's diet. Now, when I cook, do I put less spice in her food, or do I maybe separate certain elements of the food and to I make love it that, more approachable? That's early education for your daughter. Well, it's also developmental because yeah. you don't want kids to be intimidated by food. And I, by no means, have it all figured out. But I have just learned through my journey that sometimes 
as opposed to mixing together a salad that might be intimidating to a three or a four-year-old, I break it up, a deconstructive salad. So I'll have the fruit into one section and I'll have the nuts in one section and the grilled chicken in another. And then I'll give her just a little bit of the greens with a little bit of dressing that she can dip it in and try it. And if she doesn't like it, that's okay. But she's still eating the fruit and the nuts and the cucumber and the chicken. And so she's still learning how to eat these I hate calling them adult foods because they're not. They're not. They're no. not adult foods. And I do agree with you because I do recall growing up, I was like, oh, I can't eat from that menu. Yeah, like it's I'm limited weird. to this menu with like dinosaur chicken nuggets. And it's like, no, I want the caviar or just the like her. Right. mac and cheese. <laughs> I want the caviar. And of course Look, you my did. daughter I loves, my daughter actually. Like, I remember, I'm like, why do we have to use this? I would say that all the time. I'm like, why do we have to use this menu? Yeah. My I, daughter's favorite fruit is salmon nigiri yep. and cucumber avocado rolls. Oh, well, yummy. Same. She's going to love Sunday. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> um, Mark is coming over to um, Cassandra's house and making our girls a suit. They're going to have a sushi We're fun gonna day. We're going to put them to work, too. We, they are. They're yeah. going They're, they're going getting to. lessons. They will learn. They're going to die. and crafts. They, my daughter can eat sushi five days a week We're if gonna I call let her. elevated arts and crafts. Ooh. I can't wait. I can't, I can't wait. wait. Well, we have our healthy eating habits. We have our healthy drinking habits apparently it gets really messy with the drinking habits when we're talking about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard because she whipped a couple of vodka bottles at him. And this is years ago, but the trial is this long, ongoing, extensive process. I'm sure you've heard of it. Their their divorce trial is a big thing. I think they've sued each other multiple times, and now they're in the defamation period of the lawsuit process, and they have this laundry list of celebrities that are testifying But more or less, the thing that is coming to light recently, the photos were released of the damage done to Johnny Depp's finger because Amber Heard violently took vodka bottles and whipped them at Johnny Depp. You're talking about vodka being unhealthy. This is taking it to a whole nother level. (laughs) She, I mean, this is all alleged. This is just in the trial. But yeah, she uh, severed a finger or something. He had to get it reattached. We saw the picture. It looks like she cut off, like part of his finger was missing and he had to go have surgery on it to reattach it. So she banged the bottle on his hand. She whipped it at him. And I don't know. Well, he blocked her. Her assistant testified against her. The other day, and basically, former assistant, former assistant mm-hmm. testified against her and said, um, you know, she would egg him on and would follow him from room to room, berating him. And that was right before the vodka incident, which I just don't know if I would ever waste liquor in an argument. It's just not my spirit. Maybe vodka. Yeah. Maybe vodka. <laughs> but like your like your oh, your weird friend tequila. from high school came to visit and left vodka at your bar. <laughs> yes, I just don't know if I would use a. No vodka. one's gonna drink this anyway. Back. <laughs> That's so dangerous and scary and aggressive. It's super dangerous. And I think that, listen, I'm not trying to, as a female, I'm certainly not trying to discredit the Me Too movement, but, you know, we are coming off this time where it's very believe women, believe women, and I do think that we should take women those accusations very seriously. Very seriously. But I do think also that we have to admit that there might be a light kind of coloring. Everybody probably is pretty quick to just go, oh, poor Amber Heard. Johnny Depp is abusive and has a substance abuse problem. And even he released a statement saying, yes, I do have a substance abuse problem, but that is not my problem. My problem is not violence. My problem is with me and the reasons that I consume substances. My problem is not getting belligerently drunk and beating up my wife. Right. And I think, you know, with the Me Too movement and painting men with such a broad stroke, I think I've always thought it was a bit dangerous 
I don't even believe everything my kid says, my sister says, even my husband. Like, I don't believe anyone 100% ever, or even like a president, even a doctor. A doctor tell me one thing. I'm like, let me I'm go. I'm getting my own research. Yeah, second I opinion. Did, yes, you have I, to do it myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My doctor told me one thing. I'm like, you know what? I'll look that up. I'll get a second opinion. So I just think it's incredulous to just believe a species of human. You can't just give a blanket belief. No. I think you sh- it should really, it should say, listen to women because you yes. should listen. Hear you should women. hear yeah. them out yeah. because a yeah. lot of the times these are very serious and very real accusations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think we all know people, if not us personally, that have been touched by the Me Too movement and other things stemming and relating, stemming from and relating to that topic and mm-hmm. to that overall theme and event that has kind of shook I, it started in the Hollywood industry, but it's really branched out over several industries. Oh, yeah. Tech industry, big you know, conglomerates. It's everywhere. I just think, in general, I just think as, as we get less divisive, I do think people are getting washed from whatever happened in 2020, the pandemic. I think people were angry at home and attached. Ideologies got really weird. Conspiracy theories. Conspiracy, conspiracy. And now that we're living more, it just goes to show you when you're living and you're out more and you're doing what you do, you actually, that thing gets quiet. That part of you that's very angry and upset about your life or whatever's happening in government, it's just, it's not that big a deal. I mean, it is a big, big deal. Because you're distracted. You're distracted, but your friendships, I just, I just think your friendships and the people you connect with are always bigger than anything a government can do, you know? I also think that addiction is, well, and not just think, I, I firmly believe that addiction is a, a, under the umbrella of mental health. And when someone has to, mental health is hard, if, hard enough as it is, when someone has to take their mental health battle public, that is just so impossible to deal with because mental health is all internal. It is all in your head. There's no amount of people that can come up to you and say, well, why should you, you shouldn't be depressed. You have so many great things going on in your life. You should just be happy. This is the same with addiction. Yeah, it's like self-invalidation. Well, and when you're dealing with people that are struggling with addiction, no matter what the vice may be, uh, because addiction is across the board with with several different things. It can be eating, it can be drugs, it can be alcohol. Having fun. It can be gambling, it can be sex, it can be lots of things. But when you're dealing with addiction, that's a compulsive behavior. And unless you have experienced it, or unless you are personally struggling with it, it's never as simple as, oh, well, if you're addicted to drugs, you should just stop. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. It's not that simple. It's not that simple. Not that I'm addicted to drugs. <laughs> <laughs> no. He said, it's not that simple. He was serious. I was like, wait, that was a weird tone. <laughs> Food addiction is crazy because it's the one addiction where you can't abstain. From food. And I think... Because you have to you eat, have to, yes. eat. to survive. Like, you, you don't, don't have, have to, to drink. drink. You don't right. have to do drugs. You don't have to gamble. You don't have to have sex. Uh, yeah. I always tell people, I'm like... I ask my therapist, I'm like, I think I'm addicted to fun. Like, it's not even tequila or like... I'm like, I'm addicted to a great time. Well, that's just living your best life. I love yes, like, I'm addicted to that shit. <laughs> Give it and to me. I will me. always do it. <laughs> Let's wrap it up with just a quick briefing on our friend ASAP Rocky. I say friend, he's not our friend, but he lives in Los Angeles. And he got I, arrested at an airport. But I bet he likes. Um, I bet he likes tequila. I bet he would be our friend. Look, ASAP skin. He probably does drink tequila. Uh, yeah, he does. He has great freaking skin. Yeah, he does. Beautiful. Oh, yeah, he has great okay, skin. Okay, I take your word for yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. Um, you always know someone based on their skin and what they do. Okay. How is my skin, Mark? Give me a compliment. Oh, you are nourished, honey. <laughs> Maybe he uses one. We one are nourished. Maybe he uses one of those. Um, 
Photoshop apps that the Kardashians no, 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 use. No, 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 no. His no. paparazzi shots are just like okay. he's beautiful. His skin. Is, look, ASAP Rocky, Rihanna's um, baby daddy. Do we like to say baby daddy? Is that out? It, what's what's her her baby's father, father of her baby's father was just Way arrested. Way to that, Mark. <laughs> The baby's father. Oh, are we saying father? father. Is it vase or vase? Father. A father. father. Okay, so Rihanna's baby father was just arrested at LAX after spending the weekend with Rihanna in Barbados. She is around eight months pregnant. People are assuming she's going to deliver there. He came back home and was arrested at LAX for assault with a deadly weapon. He, in back in November had a disagreement with a friend and shot this friend with a gun and the friend can't had, do that. Can't do that. This isn't, um, you know, Texas or Florida. I'm joking. I don't think you can actually <laughs> shoot anybody. We're not, hey, listen, I'm from Texas. I know, I'm like, I'm from Florida. And you know what? That's, I. That's why I said it. Girl. I said Texas or Florida. We're allowed to have guns. We're still not allowed to shoot people. Unless they trespass on your motherfucking property. And then let me tell you what. Okay. And I can say that because I'm from Texas. I grew yes. up on a ranch. We had guns. And you still can't shoot people. Yeah, you can. You cannot shoot people just because you want to in Texas before. That was a joke because Cassandra's from Texas. Mark's from Florida. Anyways, bad joke, good joke. Sure, but got jokes. I got jokes. But um, he was arrested. His friend said, his friend's LAPD did an investigation. And just like a couple of hours ago, they rammed in his door of his house. They took his computer. They raided everything. And, you know, for Rihanna, it's like... How do we feel about being like so close to birth and your baby's father is about is is getting arrested? So his, he called his lawyer. They he's I'm going to surrender later on today, and that's kind of the tea. Well, but maybe don't shoot people you, if you're considering no, the health and wellness too, of your baby I, mama. Don't commit a major crime. But also too, I feel like maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right. You kind of know what your hubby got into. Sorry. Yeah. This happened in November. It's not like she was like, I'm wait, like, you're what? not surprised at what you guys do. You guys are all connected. I don't think she's surprised. She's bad girl Riri She's for being his probably biggest supporter right now. Yeah. You're, you know what, Mark? You're actually right. So why are they seizing his computer for shooting someone? I don't um, quite. This is, this is not a white collar crime. No, yeah. but if you contacted people through Instagram or DMs or, you know, that metadata is a thing. If it's a laptop and, it's, and you have your phone connected where you see your text messages on the laptop and that he ha no longer has that phone, that whatever he did with, then your computer would have it. And even if you erased that, those text messages, it will still be on the computer. People. So it's evidence. It's evidence. It's evidence. It's evidence because of the way the kids said they're friends. This is one of ASAP Rocky's friends. It was a disagreement with a friend. Please don't ever shoot me. I will <laughs> never shoot you. I will just give you a shot of tequila. I am taking shoot, not shot. <laughs> Cheers to that. Let's wrap it up. I need a refill. Yes. Thanks. Happy hump day. Thanks for joining us here at Team Tequila Talks. Please like, subscribe, share, do all of the things. Mark Strong, House of Strong, share Get your astragulus and be fabulous. That's right. And go get that dandelion. Bro. Clean up that liver. <laughs> and Cassandra Junimel, we will see you next time. Yeah. Go get that dandelion. Heck yes.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.